Hello everyone, and welcome to my next podcast. Here with me, I have Eric Rojo. Make yourself known. My name is Eric Rojo. <laughs> he made himself known. So, anyways, we had just quit cigarettes, which is great. I mean, we still have the recipe voices or whatever. But now we're into vaping. Mmm. Vaping is so good because it tastes like candy. Mine is cotton candy. What is yours, Eric? Mine is strawberry and banana. But I normally like rainbow candy, which tastes like Skittles. <laughs> that's my favorite, but it's hardest to find. I thought you said strawberry banana was your favorite. No, that's what I'm vaping now. Oh. Anyways, so... You know, she just farted. Is there anything particular you want to talk about? Did you say Taco Bell? <laughs> Taco Bell? I don't know. I feel like I was talking about a lot of funny stuff beforehand. I can't think of anything right off top. You look so funny in your hoodie. It's like half on your head. <laughs> you look like a scene kid. It's because I have a, a very... Uh, Dr. Zoll told me that I had a very elongated back forehead. Does that make sense? That can't be because you're Mexican. Right. The back of my head has a double chin. So it's, it's, it strains the integrity of the back of the hoodie. You could put, like, googly eyes, stickers on the back of your head, and it would talk. Yeah, it would talk. It would say, I have eyes in the back of my head, and I am watching you. <laughs> it, it strains the materials. So, like, Anyway, so let's pick a topic. You want to talk about who we hate at work? Or, like, work in general? Well, nobody gets like who we hate at general. work. Oh, well, we have a lot of mutual friends. I can so. characterize people, I guess, of work people. We'd have to make up names, but I don't think we'd understand each other of who we're talking about. You ever, like, food run? Unless I said the penguin. <laughs> Everyone has the penguin at the work. No, nobody has the penguin. I feel like this is one of the only like, ones. from Batman. Yeah, from the original... Michael Keaton Batman? Is it Michael Keaton? Or like they walk in like No, oh it's like it's Danny De, is it Danny DeVito? Yeah. Danny DeVito plays the penguin in that. So Danny DeVito, the way he walks. <laughs> like a big a big top and a small body. And that like hunchback. Picture picture Danny DeVito's penguin and then grew from Despicable Me. And we have one of those at the twosome. Yeah. <laughs> so we have one of those. <laughs> and I feel like the characters, if you mesh them together, match as well. Just very, I wouldn't say unpleasant. <laughs> it's interesting to watch interesting. them sink. Yes. Anyways. It's like watching a horse try to trot through mud. You're like, oh, is it going to make it? Yeah. <laughs> This this doesn't look good for you. <laughs> That's how I feel. I can't it. We also have another one that runs food. You're not talking about me, are you? <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about you. Talk about the other one. Does it in the morning? Can't name names, but let's say it's talks name. a lot. Okay, talks this, a lot this about person herself. literally shows up to work and goes. How do I get out of this? I think I Where can I take a nap? I think I fucked that, up. That like everyone will notice. Yeah. I just want to take a nap. <laughs> so my first day of training, they're like, oh, you're going to run food for two hours. You know how much food I ran? A one thing of French fries. 
And I'm like, should we get back to running food? And be like, oh, no, no, no. Listen, I do a princess thing. <laughs> and we can take a break and talk all about it. This is totally paid for. It's all good. You can it's hear totally all about it. <laughs> and nobody will yeah, This is sponsored by, by Twosomes. We'll never get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. No and this is 100% accurate. In no way does anybody manage us. <laughs> this is like Mad Max, I feel like, where we just kind of govern ourselves. It's... <laughs> <laughs> It's unbelievable. There's a management is sits there and tries not to get eaten by the dragons. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I feel like. There's, there's so Eric and I started working together at the same place, which is fun because we both get to shit talk everything that we're experiencing. But everybody else that hasn't worked there, hasn't. you guys have no idea what we're talking about. So it's funny between me and him. I mean, that makes us closer Getting to start a new job together. I feel like all we do now is bitch to each other about this, <laughs> about this fucking we, job because it sucks so much. We come home and we're like, guess how much a job sucks? And you're like, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, we do it at work, <laughs> right in front of everybody. Like, openly. We just I think like, they hate us because we're all talking about them. There'll be a chef standing right next to her and she would be like, this motherfucker is such oh a piece God, of shit. happened. You know, yeah, literally. Okay. And then she'll complain about servers. While she's just sitting there around servers and be like, "Could you hear these motherfuckers talking shit about how they how food runners yeah, suck?" It just sucks that you know it's a forty minute ticket time when they can't pre-stage their own shit. Like, how long does it take to pre-stage? You know, when nobody, you have forty minute tickets. I'll tell time. you something. At this job, nobody gives a shit that um, like when food is just sitting in the window. Food will just be sitting there for an hour. I'll order a French onion soup and it will. I'll come and check out it in forty minutes. I'm like, oh, how's this soup doing? I'm like, could someone make this soup? There's no one there. I wasn't even talking to anybody. This is just me standing in the bathroom in the mirror. That's what, <laughs> that's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, talking to myself. Well, the soup in the bowl, the little toilet bowl behind me is doing good. So. Let's do it Universal versus Disney. How about that? Well, I hate Universal. I think Disney does it so much okay, better. Okay, I'll but defend Universal, to, and okay. then you defend Disney. Okay, go ahead. But you defend Disney first. Disney's so much better because they have a union. So your job is secured. Um, Universal's better because they have music when you walk through... Um, an x-ray machine, security, and metal detectors. <laughs> Disney is better because when you're on the shuttle bus into Disney, it has Disney music. Well, Universal is better because they don't have parking garages. So when you park and you go back to your car, you can warm yourself up off the your scolding seatbelt. <laughs> it's steering wheel. Disney is better because... They have 20-minute ticket times. Well, Universal is better because they're more affordable, so the poorer people go there, and they treat you like shit and don't tip. See, that's where Disney is better because if your grat is in, you know, interpreted in a different way, like where they scratch it off or, like, they want to leave you less, Disney accommodates that. Or if you have any mm, kind of discrepancy on the ticket... They'll give you the grant. Well, Universal, I will give them that um, if you're a team member, 
you're allowed in. No blackout dates. Disney does have blackout dates. Yeah, but Universal will give you three tickets and a quarter. So maybe 12 tickets a year. But Disney gives you 16 times you can get three people in. Yeah, but you can... It's only 16 if you use all three every time. Yeah, but they also give you comp tickets. Well, Universal is... So anyways, Disney... Gives you vouchers. <laughs> give, they give you vouchers. They give you food vouchers. Five dollars. I'm pretty sure it's $6. It's time... Restrained Today, I got order. eggs, potatoes, French toast sticks, and sausage, and a cup of juice, and then I have to pay anything. Yeah, but when I go to Disney for the grill, um, the line is way shorter than the grill at Universal. No, that's not necessarily true. And You're honestly, going, so they have one for Islands of Adventure, one for Universal, and one for everyone. So it's three versus every location has their own. I think it's just two. I think you're making that up. I don't know. Magic Kingdom has their own. Uh, Epcot has their own. Hollywood City has their own. All resorts have their own. Oh, I see what you're saying. So they have multiple. Well, it's going to be shorter because you're distributing on a higher number volume. Right? Mm, I guess. I guess too. Anyways, universe kind of sucks. <laughs> Just kind of suck. Patient. Anyways, if you looked at all of the serving jobs from Disney and like correlated, correlated, like paralleled that with the Universal serving jobs, you get paid more at the Disney serving jobs in Universal, hands down. You wanted to do a ratio. I've never worked at any other Disney job. I've only worked at this one job that I'm working at. So your opinion doesn't count? Well, I mean, from the one job that I've had there, I feel like the money's there. But it's like working for a third party of Disney. It's very excruciatingly painful. Yeah, Landry's. That's what you're talking about. Mm. I, we don't say that name here. <laughs> I've put that behind me. Do you want to talk about planning a family? Maybe? If you want to. So, Eric and I have been trying to recently start to build our own family. And many of you know that we miscarried and going through that process. And maybe, hopefully building our family in the next couple of months. What do you think the baby's going to be the next time? I don't know. I was 100% sure it was going to be a boy this time. You want a boy. Because I mean, everyone always asks me, what do you want, a girl or a boy? I don't really care. I already have a daughter. And I think having a daughter is super dope because I don't have the responsibility of having to teach him how to be a man or anything like that. I just get to be... I get to spoil her while the mom has to... Teach her how to be a woman. So That's one of your biggest fears is to how to teach him to be a man? No, it's not at all. I'm just saying that it's a perk of having a girl is you know how you're not obligated into like 
some of the criterias of womanhood. So maybe like. So I'm just saying that Emma's like for me my best friend and she's like daddy's little girl and I just get to spoil her and do all these really fun things with her. Whereas the boy, you gotta like be a little tough with them, you know, and you know, which I've seen in the past from my brother having to be like, you know, how to shape him in manhood, which is fine. I'm totally game for that, and I would, I would like it, and I prefer a boy because I haven't got to raise a boy yet. But I'm just saying, I wouldn't be disappointed if it was a girl either. So for me, it doesn't really matter. Your daughter is your best friend. She is. She's cool as shit. Everyone always asks me, like, do you want a boy or a girl? And, you know, I was always saying that I was indifferent, like, either way. You know, like everybody. Everybody, they're first. They're like, you know, I just want a healthy baby or whatever. But I would, I think that I would always want a boy as my first. And that's what I always kind of felt like that was. Yeah, as was your first, it'd be good because you have an, uh, a gentleman to protect, you know, your daughter. But at the same time, like, having a daughter, though, you get to kind of raise a mini-you, you know? and For me? Yeah. I mean, yeah, just in general. You get to kind of, like, raise a mini-you and, and teach them all the stuff that you've been through and um, how you handle situations and, you know, just how to... It's a really good... What I called it... So I started this project for Emma a long time ago, which I never followed through with. And I called it Life Hack. And I started recording when she was about seven or eight years old. I created this project maybe a couple months before Easter. It was called Life Hack. And I would record. The whole point was I was going to record my entire life and everything good and bad. Like even if it was a bad scenario where like I would never want my daughter to see this. I would document it and give her my opinion of how I handled it, how I may have fucked up, how I uh, overachieved something. And that way she can always have a reference to if she ever falls in a scenario in her life where she's confused about it, she can look through my life hack and kind of see how I handled it and whether I made a right or wrong choice. And it would give her guidance. And I thought it was a really cool project because it would be a lifetime of someone's life that you looked up to or trusted and it would give you an unbiased and honest opinion of how they dealt with it and the pros and cons of their decisions um and i kind of gave up on it after she moved away but i would i was it was like a full frontal life confessional and that i i still have Maybe about two or three years of documentation of it, but I just never followed through with it. It's been about a five-year gap. I think that's a cool thing to do. Yeah, it was cool. And I, and I always sum things up. Like, I would take, like, a week's worth of my issues. I would edit it to make it maybe about an hour long and show you how my week went and issues that I had or things that bothered me or anything like that or things that I thought was really cool and how I acted on them. You know, I think even when we first met, when we first started talking, like I made a video about how excited I was. I'm like, oh, this girl I was like crazy about. I 
took her out. We made a video together. It was a lot of fun. We did regularly. Really yeah, it was. Together. And I documented about how I felt about it, how it made me feel, you know, and things like that. And I thought the Life Hack Project was the coolest thing in the world. And I'd oh love to start God. it. Yeah, I, I called like it Life Hack. And it was really, really cool. Well, we can continue that. What do you think? You one dad. So like, how are you gonna start a life hack project when you're already like halfway dead? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a six year old being like, let me tell you, I don't know this. <laughs> Betty in the sweatshop. Well, anyways, we'll try again, and it'll be, it'll be fun to go through this next chapter with you and being sober and. I was definitely super excited when Jay told me that she was pregnant. That was a weird day, right? Like, you had asked me, you were like, are you getting off of work? I'm like, yeah, I got off of work. Because I got off of work because I found out I was pregnant, but I didn't know how to tell him yet. I just needed another test because I was like, I don't know about this test. So I got off of work to get another test at the gas station. And I was like, I'll be home. I'll be home soon. I'll be home. You're like, just get me a Gatorade and some snacks. Mm-hmm. And I did get some Gatorade and some snacks, but I also stopped at a store. Like, it was like a souvenir Disney gift shop, and I was like, I got to get, like, a little baby toy or something, a baby blanket or something, and I found this little Pooh Bear blanket. And I got home, and I gave you the snacks, and there was that Pooh Bear blanket in the middle of it, and you looked at me, and you're like, this is a mistake. You got something by mistake. You remember that? I just didn't understand what it was. It was, it was like a little baby, literally an infant toy. And I'm just like, what is this? Why did you buy this? And I just was so confused about why this was sitting in the bag. I was like, here's your bag. Like deep down inside, I was like, you're going to tell me you're pregnant? I can't but believe I you're like, I can't believe, believe she's doing it this way. Kind of yeah, thing. like I didn't want to believe it. So I was just confused. And you then, sat in the bed and you looked at me and you looked at the bag and you looked at me and you looked at the bag and you were so confused. I was like. So confused. I was like, that's yours. And you're like, this isn't mine. You know, I was like, that's well, first I thought it was like a maybe maybe a toy that you bought for checks, but I'm like, this is clearly an infant toy. <laughs> so in my in, deep down, I was like, she's gonna tell me she's pregnant, but I didn't want to admit that to myself. So I think that like I was more confused. I sat on the bed with you. I was like, it's for. I don't real. think you ever said it. you. Yeah. looked your your whole character. Your mannerism was off. Because I didn't know how you would react. Then I reached back into the bag to grab a drink, and I pulled out a pregnancy test. Oh, yeah, I had the pregnancy (coughs) test in the bottom. And And you looked at me, and I looked at you, and you were like, are you for real? Yeah, I was overwhelmed. And I was like, it's for real. And I just started kind of tearing up and crying. I think I did, too. And you gave me the biggest hug, and that was... I was very excited. That was so, like, surreal. Like It was. Can't believe it's happening. That's exactly how I felt. I just couldn't believe it was happening. And I was, like, pumped with adrenaline. And I was really happy. And I was really scared. It was all happening at once. Yeah, it was a lot of mixed emotions. It was a lot of mixed emotions. It was happy, sad, confused. I wasn't never at any point sad, but I was, like, scared. I will say, I'm like, holy shit, did we prepare for this? <laughs> you know, like, we didn't prepare for this, you know? I'm like, I'm not even wearing the right sandals. It was a weird feeling, for sure. And we just hugged each other and 
sat there and I kind of took it all in. Never felt more close to you in my life. Like we've been together for over three years now, and I've continuously have fallen in love with you every day. Like I just am living my dream. I think w- with you, I, I feel like I'm. I get to be with the person I've always dreamed about being with, and it's never a disappointment because it's continuously like how amazing am it's my life. We found out November 19th, and I think that the last few weeks we've been super close, like more close than we've ever been before. There's no question. It's For me, it's been another level of um, of love. Yeah. Like, it's it's bittersweet for sure because, I mean, it just made us realize a lot of things very quickly. We were like, we need a plan and figure our shit out, and and we um, grew up. A yeah, lot a lot. It was weeks. instant growing up. It was like the movie Big, <laughs> at the very end. Wait, no, it was the beginning. <laughs> yeah, it was like the movie Big. Maybe we've met our 20-minute mark, and we've kind of gone over that a little bit. And I appreciate you sharing that kind of stuff with me. You know, it's um, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. We share it with them, babe. Let's go to bed. You want to go to bed? All right, bitches. Yeah. How do we end this? Is it like... That we just did. Bye. You know, so thank you for um, stopping in on our podcast and listening to us ramble a little bit. And um, being able to share stuff with you hmm. it was real and raw for a, a minute. It was like really fun and happy and goofy, and then it was raw. You're you're making this twenty three minutes. Oh, okay. So. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.